SC-1138 is all clear and clanker free. This is Clone Army Radio. What is up, Clone Army? We are back with another Mandalorian after show. Um, man, season finale. It's weird because there's a you know there's a little sad part this week in the Star Wars world. So we, uh, well, I guess uh, my bad. As per usual, I'm joined by Quatros. <laughs> Quatros, did, in the did house. I get it right? Yeah, you get it right. <laughs> and I am. Arc Trooper Fives reporting for Duty. So yeah, like I was saying, season finale. What what a show! It's it's sad to see that over till next year. And and on that note, we we lost another Star Wars legend, Jeremy yeah. Bullock, the original Boba Fett. Yeah, it's it's pretty sad because like here we are riding this wave of like amazing Star Wars. And, and 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 another week goes by, and then another legend, like you said, passes away, and it's kind of sheds a little dark, like a little dark cloud over over what should be like joyous occasions. And um, but you know, that's life, and we move forward, and we honor his memory, and um, I'm sure he's wherever he's at, he's happy to know that Bubba Fed is finally getting his his due, and you know, and other things and, and, um, you know, rest in peace and, um, we met, we'll miss you. Absolutely. Well said. It's sad, you know, to, to see David Prowse and, and now Jeremy Bullock, hopefully, hopefully in, in some way, like you were saying, they can, you know, they can look down and see that their, their legendary work at least in Star Wars, uh, lives on. Right. And, uh, you know, they will certainly be missed. Um, as, as the other ones, you know, Princess Leia and Carrie Fisher and, um, Peter Mayhew and, uh, the whole group is starting to, you know, get older and kind of take that big journey to the other galaxies, I guess. <laughs> right. So also uh just a a message that uh Quatros and I will not be recording next Friday. Next Friday is, you know, Christmas Day and uh you know, we both are you know, participants in celebrating Christmas, so we are going to use that Friday as as you know, time to be with our families and whatnot. Um but we will be back and we will be ready to talk a lot more Star Wars after that. So Stay tuned, sit tight, and uh, be ready. Yeah, I mean, we've been going pretty strong here, and you know, I think everyone can use like a little, just a little breather. You know, I'm sure when we come back, there'll be some more news. Seems like Disney keeps announcing things, and everything, everything just keeps evolving. So, most definitely. Okay, um, two other notes before we jump into this episode. Something I forgot last week, uh, (laughs) 
I, I remember mentioning it when when the Slave One dropped the seismic charge, um, and I'm like, oh man, I know it has a name, I know it has a name, and I'm like, we get done recording, and I pretty much just kind of hit myself in the in the forehead because I'm like, seismic charge, man, what am I doing? It's it's been my email notification for like two years on my phone, and. I just know everybody else was all like every other podcast I listened to. Everyone's all like hyped up for it. And I'm like, man, I really dropped the ball on that one. I should have remembered the name, but, uh, you know, I eventually remembered it. It was just, you know, 10 minutes late. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. Like you said, we're not, we're not experts. We're just trying to do the best we can with what we got with what memory we got left <laughs> <laughs> right and, and and also on that note really quick uh quattros i happen to notice that i think you and i at least out of the shows that i listen to were like the only ones that were kind of critical on um on the believer episode seems like everybody else uh, that i listened to was giving it a pluses and, and loving it and and i think that that's cool i, I think it's cool that you know we kind of brought something different about it but also on that note uh two things i don't think i mentioned uh about that episode was uh bill burr was amazing his acting was really uh top notch i think and 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 so was pedro pascal with his helmet off that was some of the the best acting i think i've seen in a long time right the way he um still kind of acted like he had the helmet on while he was that we were we we kind of touched on it that he was kind of like acting weird in that whole other suit and everything and had mm-hmm. different body language but yeah we didn't you know we didn't really mention the fact that when he took his helmet off that he was still pretending he still was was moving as if he had his helmet on and was making all those subtle movements and that kind of went over our heads but you know we're making mention of it now so we're you know we're trying to get back on track <laughs> Definitely. All right. Um <laughs> season finale, chapter 16, episode 8, The Rescue, directed by Peyton Reed. I believe that's his second episode directing this season. This season. And written by John Favreau, <laughs> the mastermind. So, fours are uh it's going to be a tough one, man, calling you. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. You can switch between them or whatever. It was just I got to say that work last night was rough for me. I could not stop thinking about this episode. I'm like, what's going to happen? And there were so many different directions they could take. And and I I was honestly like getting anxious. And the closer to like the end of my work night, I got, I was like anxious, but then I was like, oh man, I don't know if I want to watch this. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm like my head was setting me up for disappointment or, or just right. high expectations or whatever. And, and then, you know, I got home and I'm like, usually, you know, I get home and I grab a snack or something. I just poured myself a cup of coffee and, and came down to the, the cave and turned it on. I'm like, I just, I got to watch it. You know, I'll, I'll figure yeah. out a snack later. I just, I need to. You know, and then and then I was I was on the edge of my seat the entire episode. I don't know if if it was like this for you, but but it, there was a lot of suspense throughout this entire episode for me. Yeah, for me, um, I thought that it kind of went by like um, as planned, really. 
Um, they teased who was going to come back, and they called it the rescues. I mean, you knew it was going to be a rescue, but so they kind of teased everything in the beginning. So they kind of gave a little bit away. And as the the show was kind of going on, you know, as the show was moving forward, it kind of seemed like, you know, things were going to plan according to plan. And then, you know, got to a point where it's like, okay, what do we do now? And then classic Star Wars, someone comes to the rescue. So as far as story structure, I mean, it was, it was pretty, pretty standard, I guess you could say storytelling, but like, the events, I mean, the characters or whatnot that were in it are um, probably like historic events. <laughs> it's probably like a historic event. So it's like kind of like off, kind of sets it, kind of sets it um Like higher. Yeah, it kind of sets it higher, balances it out or whatnot. So. Okay, so I guess we uh, will hit letter grades. What, what was What's your letter grade for this one? Uh, you go first. <laughs> oh, you want me to go first? Remember that scene in a Christmas story where <laughs> the lady's writing on the on the board, A plus plus yeah. plus. That that's me, dude. This episode was A friggin' plus. <laughs> a plus all over the board. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's 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 what a lot of people are are are, uh, are uh, saying that it's an A plus episode and 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 everything and um. You know, and and then they're, they're really emotional and and everything, and um, yeah, and I I don't know. I feel like maybe because like I was so out there with who it thought it could be uh, the Jedi that when I found out who what Jedi was actually coming back, I was maybe like you said, my expectations were a little high mm. for like something completely out of the box. That to be completely in the box was like a little not disappointing but in that realm of like okay you know like this makes tons of sense okay so i don't know i i'm struggling to give it a letter grade because i want to you know because i want it to be like this is the moment i've been waiting for but it's like it's not the moment i expected so it's like i don't know i'm still i don't know i think i'm gonna wait till the end of the episode okay to to give it a letter grade because I'm still processing, I think, everything and maybe maybe hearing your thoughts and, you know, knowing that you love it, that's good. But I don't know. I think I'm gonna wait. <laughs> well, see that right there? You're giving listeners a reason to continue listening to the whole episode because <laughs> they're gonna wanna wait till the end now to to hear what your letter grade is. Oh jeez. So so keep listening, guys. I know you got I know a lot of you want to turn it off already, but stick around. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, the obvious thing here is we're spoiling everything Star Wars. Um, we're not holding back. The only things that are going to be held back is, is um, anything I think would spoil something for Quatros that he hasn't seen yet. So, I mean, if, if you're all listening and you haven't, obviously, if you haven't seen this episode of The Mandalorian, go check it out and then come yeah. back and listen to us. Um, but we're I mean, basically, we're spoiling everything. Sequel, prequel, original, Rebels, Clone Wars, uh, Expanded Universe. um, (laughs) What was that, Quattro? Stay off the internet and don't don't look at YouTubes or, you know, because don't don't look at your news feeds because everything's being spoiled all over the place. You know, on that note, too, 
I actually had a notification. I turned off my Google notifications on my phone. Oh, nice. And and when I was done watching the episode, I I texted you to ask you if you had watched it yet. And there was a notification from Google about about the episode. I'm like, are you kidding me? It's it's, <laughs> it's what six thirty in the morning. Like, oh, wow. I'm just like, maybe they need to chill out and 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 let people, you know, watch it. Um, as as you know, one of our friends had something spoiled for him. Be yeah, you know, just that shouldn't happen. doing his just doing his daily, you know, get online situation, and he already had something spoiled for him before he watched it. I'm. This is the kind of episode yet, like you were saying, Quatros. Um, you know, there were there were some things that you kind of saw they were going to happen. You know, but you still don't want it spoiled. You want to witness it right. firsthand. You don't want to read about it on on the internet or something. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully, not too many people were spoiled because you know, I'll be honest, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's a bad that's a bad way to go about this episode. Is to like know what's going to happen. Right. Um, you definitely want to keep that anticipation all the way up to the end, and then you see, you know, what happens and who who comes to the rescue, and it's like mind blown. So, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to, and, and like what I was saying too. You know, where I was at the at the edge of my seat this whole episode almost. If it was spoiled for me, I'd just be sitting back going, oh, okay, this is when this is going to happen. You know, like it would, I mean, it would still be a good episode, I think, but yeah, I don't know. That's the one thing I cannot stand about the internet is people love to spoil things, you know, uh, like, like, um, certain news groups, you know, they gotta, I think you have mentioned this Quattro's before that, you know, they gotta be the first ones to get it out. So they're doing it right away in the morning and it's like come on man hold back at least give people one day <laughs> yeah no you've got like one hour yeah barely <laughs> yeah barely one hour to watch the episode because um i got done about 7 a.m you know eastern time and i already had like a a, uh, a news story that was like two hours old you know <laughs> right right explaining like- everything and that was, you know, close to when it was available to watch. I think Eastern time is like 3 a.m. So at 4 a.m., people already have their stories out there. So anyways, yeah, just we're, we're spoiling stuff. I just don't want anyone to be mad at us if, if we spoil something that you haven't seen. Obviously, with this episode, you're listening to us, so you've seen it. But anything else, I don't want you to be mad. So I, I'm going to start with... with with the beginning of, of this episode, the we get to see an Imperial shuttle, which I was all excited about. I have one on a shelf right to my right. Yeah, um, those are always cool to see, man. I, I always right? like that shuttle, yeah. It's so cool. The shuttle Tidarium from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> That's the uh, when they're trying to get to the moon of Endor. You know, keep your distance, but don't look like you're keeping your distance. Right. <laughs> Um, so then, you know, you see slave one coming after it and I'm like, oh my gosh, man. Instant, instant. Ah, it's so slave one. I'm just constantly excited about seeing this, this ship. And I mean, it's probably already got more airtime than the, the prequels and the original. (laughs) Probably. I mean, you go inside, you get to see how it works. You know, you go to the cockpit a lot. Um, you see it use all its weapons, you know, right. It's so good. 
So they um, they ion blast the the Imperial shuttle. Oh, and and Doctor Pershing's on there, right? Um, which he didn't really have a very big role, you know. Here he was just kind of. I mean, obviously they were taking him to Moff Gideon, but we didn't really see much of him. He was like the guy from like the Mission Impossible movies that gives Hunt his like you know information. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely spot on. His message was self destruct. <laughs> so they they get on the on that shuttle and and i absolutely am starting to just love every time uh din is on screen you hear that like clint eastwood whistly yeah theme yeah <laughs> so like it, it just it takes me right to you know watching clint eastwood westerns with my dad when i was a kid you know i'm like oh, this know. is so cool <laughs> but but like a little bit of like you know samurai type sound too you know oh so yeah. it's it's got like the combo it hits it hits both both genres like which are almost like this you know the same thing a western and a and a, and a samurai movie are kind of like same thing you got ba characters that are like you know out for justice or you know revenge or whatnot so or or to track down their their friends or mm-hmm. so. You know, I remember, I think it was in the gallery. Uh, I still haven't finished watching the first season of that, but I think it was in there at one point that John Favreau said, he's like, and I, I may have mentioned this before in another recording, that they didn't want to draw influence from the things that George made. They wanted to draw from the things that influenced him. Right. And dude, they are, they're doing it. They're yeah. doing it. They're doing it. They're absolutely doing it. They're not, you know, being shy about it. Like they're 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 using what Star Wars was based on, you know, westerns, samurai movies, Flash Gordon, John Carter, you know, was it? Yeah. Twice. Dune, you know. Oh yeah, totally Dune. I always forget about that one. I just I think that's why this show works so well is because that's what they've done. They are pulling from from George's influences. Oh, and um, the uh, that book, the the, the hero's journey, that one too. So, oh yeah, Joseph Campbell. Joseph Campbell, right? So, there you go. That's everything you know, based on rooted. You know, all that stuff came together in Star Wars, and um, that's like so smart because, I mean, how much. Uh, you know, you gotta like, you want to do a show, you know, based on Star Wars. You you don't just like create your own, you know, your own way of doing it. Like uh, I don't know, the sequels. <laughs> <laughs> you go, you go to the well, and you you keep on pumping out more water from it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's it's it's. You, they're they're geniuses, but like they're geniuses in the fact that like they just are using what worked before, or or you know the formula. So, I don't know. It's pretty yeah. awesome. It's very awesome. So he Din shows up on the on the shuttle, and you get this back and forth between the the pilot who the pilot looked a little too young to have been around for Alderaan, but whatever. Yeah, um, totally. Good point. <laughs> but you know, I liked I liked the back and forth. I knew where it was leading. That guy was getting shot. You know, there was no yeah, there no was doubt no. in my mind. It's just a matter of time. He just kept flapping his lips about Alderaan and trying to push buttons. And, you know, finally a button got pushed and his face got blown to smithereens. So, yeah, 
and then they're then they're off to uh, uh they I don't think they said the name of the planet where where Bo-Katan and and Koska Reeves were yeah that threw me that that wasn't that was a whole different planet right I'm pretty sure yeah was it how cool was it uh I don't know if you're super familiar with with the Mandalorian starfighters but you see you got slave 1 the Mandalorian starfighter and uh the Imperial shuttle all parked by this cantina. And I'm just right. like, man, that is such a cool visual. <laughs> you know, you know what that kind of like seemed like is like when you go to like a car show, you know, and you see like a Corvette or a, and a Mustang and like a Camaro all kind of like sitting right. with their hoods open and everything. So dude, totally. That was, you know, total, yeah. A <laughs> little bit of George in his hot rodness. Oh yeah, Absolutely. See another another nod to George there. Another um, nod. <laughs> I I thought like uh, I don't know. Bo-Katan and, and Koska Reeves seemed a little different. They did. They seemed really like ticked I'm glad off. You said that. Yeah, they seemed like they were upset. And yeah. Where was the other guy? Um, oh, uh, Woves. Something Woves. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, and, and honestly, I here's the part that something got spoiled for me a few weeks ago and apparently uh, it was wrong because I, I had heard, I think on another podcast, they said that Sasha Banks said she wasn't going to be in another episode this right. season. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that sucks. You know why you got to spoil stuff for me? But then here she is. I'm like, Oh, okay. She's here. <laughs> um, but that guy wasn't. So maybe they got their, uh, their streams crossed a little bit in their info. Right. But, but yeah, I don't know where he was. That was kind of, I guess, weird. But the only thing I could think of is when they saw Boba Fett, you know, that set them off. Maybe that, that they were mad because he's not a Mandalorian, I guess. Yeah. It seemed like, um, seems like they were, they were not having Boba Fett at all. Like they were, they were kind of like really, kind of dismissive of him and saying he's not he's not one of them so way you know pretty much why it's got the armor which which thinking back or watching all these clone wars and everything and and knowing a little bit not a little not a lot but a little bit of the of mandalorian culture is like they seem to like love infighting you know like that's what oh yeah they they're all about like thinking they're the best sect or something of their kind so I think this just might be a little bit of that happening here, you know? Right. Yeah, it was just, it was weird. And like, it was almost like she was trying to, Bokut's hand was trying to insult him. You know, you're a clone. I've heard your voice thousands of times or whatever. And like, you know, I don't know. It, it, it didn't really bother me. I was just kind of like, you know, I think maybe that part I was like, oh, okay, we're going to see Boba, Din, and these two, like, you know, four jetpack BA people working together. And, and then, you know, they kind of had this attitude and it was almost seemed, it almost seemed like Bo-Katan was being kind of attitude towards Din, you know, not all, not all Mandalorians or bounty hunters or whatever. Like when they left before, it seemed like it was, you know, respectful, good terms and high five in each other. Job well done. Right. Can't wait! Can't wait to see you guys again. Yeah, and it was a twist. It was definitely like a different vibe you got going on. Like they weren't happy to see him or anything. They were just like, "Oh God, here he comes!" And 
Yeah. Know, don't look at him. And who's this guy? <laughs> and, and, and again, yeah, I think maybe that was, I think a lot of that was projected towards Boba Fett and Boba Fett being with, with him, I think is maybe, at least maybe that's what we were supposed to yeah. believe. Here's um, a moment. I mean, where, where else in the galaxy are four basic Mandalorians going to be like hanging out? I mean, right. Well, she says she's got a battalion, but we didn't see it. But like, I don't know. This should be like a moment where where you know everyone's like happy to be around each other. But it's like, yeah, like you're saying, it's some tension there. And so, which, um, I'm sorry, uh, it just popped in my head. Uh, uh, go for it. It's very Mandalorian ish, like you were saying the infighting thing when, and I forget how Boba said it you know, word for word, but he was, Oh, you know, mine might be the last one you hear about the clone voice. And that's when Koska Reeves punches him and they go into this, this cool little fight, man. Um, I love, I loved how she like, when she put him in like a headlock and then used her jet pack to like spin around. And I'm like, yeah, Oh man, this was cool. (laughs) That was a cool, that was a cool moment. Yeah. And you know, uh, uh Bo-Katan stops him and and I like what she says she's she's like you know if we had shown half that spine to the empire we would have never lost our planet right and I'm like yeah so you know she obviously she was willing to work with him mostly because she found out that he knew where Moff Gideon was but I don't know knowing knowing Bo-Katan's character from the Clone Wars and stuff I I don't think she would have been like, no, you're working with Boba. Get away from me. You know, like, I think she was still going to help him out. But but finding out that she could possibly get that dark saber back helped. Right. She wanted to know where uh, Moff Gideon was and um, she wanted Moff Gideon. So, you know, she was she wasn't finding any leads, you know, sitting there, you know, eating her soup or whatever. So right. here, here comes Mando with, the, you know, some meat on the bone and she wants to take a bite because, um she's she's obviously coming up blanks you know using her methods you know um anyway she's like you'll never find him little does she know that mando's got that all taken care of right thanks to bill burr thanks to bill burr (laughs) mayfeld i think we're gonna end up seeing mayfeld again not i'm not necessarily in the mandalorian but i think we'll see him in another star wars situation would that get cara dune uh in trouble for letting him go yeah I mean, if he shows his face around and people realize that he didn't die on, uh, what was the name of that planet? Something with an M. Morak, was it? Yeah, Morak sounds good. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I guess she she could if it's ever found out that she let him go. I guess we'll have to wait and see. There's so much Star Wars content coming out. I'm sure they'll they'll touch on it if they want to. So, So I like that even though they weren't really digging uh, Boba Fett, you know, they're still, were they on? I don't know. Were they on slave one when they were planning things out? I don't, I can't remember to be honest, you know, during like the, the debrief of how the mission's going to go. They were on, they were in a ship. They were, you know, kind of Bo-Katan kind of takes over, um, setting up the plan and everything. So, and then they're looking at that schematic of the ship and what Dr. Pershing kind of chimes in with his two cents. You know, something I forgot to mention that that was one of the coolest 
uh, shots in, in this episode for me was um, after after Slave One hit that shuttle with the ion blast, and the the pilots and the doctor are are talking about what they should do, and then you see Slave One right in front of it rise oh, up. Oh yeah! And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that was such a cool shot. <laughs> That was a great shot. Yeah, you get to see the whole like you know belly of it and everything, yeah, and, and the size and everything of it. That was pretty cool. Yeah, you did a good job with that. Oh. That's how like you would be playing with your toys and stuff, and you know <laughs> <laughs> how slow it was and everything. It was like that'd be funny. Yeah, dude, so good. I like that Boca's hand took charge. You know, she was the one. Basically saying this is how we're going to get in. This is where we're heading. You know, two teams, blah blah blah. It was totally Starbuck. Oh and, yeah, totally. Battlestar planning out their attacks on the Cylons. I'm like, I just, I don't know. Katie Sackoff, just she's perfect for these roles. She's <laughs> absolutely perfect. You yeah. Know? I I was texting you last night, thinking she's telling you like Bocatan's got to come back. You know, she can't have that one and done. Right. And so it was kind of cool that um, you know. Take my word for it. I was texting him. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was the first thing I thought too. Was when they, you know, they showed the the previously on the Mandalorian part, and they showed Boca's hand like right away, and I'm like, "Up, oh, Quattro's was right." <laughs> <laughs> I was right about one thing. Yeah, <laughs> the negotiations were short. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so okay, so they do their, um, you know, their little fake battle with each other, and and what is it Gideon says launch the TIE fighters what did you think of of that like you get that little quick um, first person view of the TIE fighter launching out that was great those were one of my cool that was one of my favorite shots other than the ending you know I like seeing the guy in there kind of like moving around I don't I don't think I've ever seen the cock the cockpit with 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 the guy kind of like in it in the the glass and everything in a shot like that he's always like you can never see inside like mm-hmm. The lighting isn't really like doesn't work that way. So it was cool to see the guy in there, the the pilot. I'm sorry, the guy. Right. <laughs> and uh, it was great to see you know him shoot out like a cannon out of um, out of the hangar. So yeah, that was I, really cool. I, and I was like, man, they they have like no no wiggle room. I mean, they've got like <laughs> a straight line. If they don't, if they waver off that line, I mean, they're gonna like jet out and smash into like the side of the <laughs> ship. They got right. really good, you know? Yeah, that was dude, that was really cool. Like I didn't even think of that part, how tight of a, a fit that was. Right. Um, it was a tight it was a tight squeeze. It was He's, just a very different different way of um seeing the TIE fighters come out for sure. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Oh and then they're kinda of like all in a conveyor belt, you know what I mean? And it seems like they can shoot shoot them out, you know, pretty quickly. Because I mean, we see them come out of of uh, all kind of different ways throughout the movies and, and sh- in the show. But it was cool to see this this version of it. Kind of reminded me a little bit of um, the Force Awakens, you know, kind of. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Kind of showing the um, evolution of the Empire's way of using their ships and whatnot. Yeah. And then staging them and getting them ready for battle. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, dude, then you get to see slave one versus some more tie fighters, which was not a chance. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's always a good thing to see. And he uses, he just blows them, he just uses his, the actual, just his blasters for this one. Right. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing different. Uh, He's just spinning around and shooting at them and using his angles that he can hit with that ship. And it was great. You get to see how skilled of a pilot Boba Fett is um, in, in these episodes, which is nice to see. You would think that's in his his clone DNA, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How to how to fly the ship and how to use all its uh, weapons. Yeah, right. You know, um, not to jump off the rail too far, but something else that just popped in my head when talking about Boba Fett as a clone, um, and we found out what on the in the tragedy that Jango Fett was a foundling, so he was trained as a Mandalorian. You just made in 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 the prequels. <laughs> you made a huge army of Mandalorians with the clones, right? Like you know, because he trained the first batch of them. You know, mm-hmm. so he's giving them Mandalorian training because that's what he knows. And and oh Jesus! And then when Order sixty six happens, who's who is like, you know, aside from the Sith, the biggest enemy of the Jedi, Mandalorians, right? Yeah. So oh. You have, you have Order 66, and all of a sudden you have Mandalorians versus Jedi at that point. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, geez, you're right. Dude. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I wasn't even going there. That just kind of popped in my head as I was talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> just popped in there. <laughs> What so. popped in there? Uh, yeah, so like Mandalorians, kind of like fight the Jedi again, mm-hmm. in a, you know, in a certain a certain point of view, a certain way, right? <laughs> From a certain angle, yeah. Because if they were all kind of taught the Mandalorian type of way to fight from Django, and then DNA from Django, mm-hmm. they're in the, indirectly Mandalorians and. Mandalorians take out the Jedi's in Order sixty six. Wow, yeah. right? And I mean, you sort of get glimpses of it. Like um, one thing that pops in my head was uh, Captain Rex in um, that was gosh, what was it? I think it was the Rishi Moon episode when when the clones come charging in to retake the base, and Rex is like punching droids, breaking their necks, and <laughs> taking the sword from the one and. Like that's totally like thinking back now. That's totally like how a Mandalorian would do it, <laughs> you know. Right. I mean, a few more, you know, they use their more gadgets and whatnot, but that's the way they would fight, right? Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Ugh. Anyways, uh, <laughs> just all kind of popped in my head. So, where were we? Oh, um, <laughs> slave uh-huh. one. I think just about to split split the scene. Right, yeah, so they take off and you get your your classic Star Wars, you know, Imperial shuttle crash lands in and the stormtroopers come running up. Why do they run up? They know what's going to happen. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> you like, can't park here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can't you read no parking? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was about to say it. Nice. You oh, it. were you really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
God, that's awesome, dude. Spaceballs in every Star Wars episode. I mean, you gotta love it. <laughs> oh man, that was great. They uh, even say they even say get this thing out of here. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what kind of made me think of the spaceballs part. So then obviously, you know, you got your good guys that come running out, guns blazing, and make quick work of of the stormtroopers as per usual. Um did you happen to notice, and you may not, because I know we're we're getting older, our memories aren't the greatest, but Koska Reeves uh, or no, Bo-Katan ropes up one of the stormtroopers, and Koska Reeves uses her jetpack jetpack and comes in with a flying knee. Yeah, with a flying knee. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and that was, was a good one-two combo. Yeah, was, that was really cool, and it took me back to um, remember we used to all get together and play that uh, New Japan wrestling game. Yeah, didn't uh, one of us? I don't remember who one of us used the flying knee all the time, and like I just I heard I think it was your voice in my head. You know, it's the flying knee. <laughs> <laughs> executioner excellently executed <laughs> yes <laughs> oh man those were good times but yeah that was a really cool one-two punch with those two i love like you had said um i think when we first saw bo katan and, and koska reeves and something wolves i can't remember his first name uh it's like clone wars live action uh, and it's like every time we see these mandalorians do their stuff i'm like i go right back to you know, Clone Wars. It's so Clone cool Wars. to see. Yeah, absolutely. And them taking down clankers. And <laughs> is what it is. I mean, yeah. pretty much the stormtroopers pretty much um didn't really put up much of a a fight. Or they're kind of just more cannon fodder. Right. Which, you know, I mean, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, you know, the these this is going it's going a little too easily for them. And I don't I don't like to be super critical, you know, but but sometimes when things just go too easy for the good guys, I'm just like, eh, you know, we yeah. need we need a challenge, you know. So this was kind of where I was like I kind of leaned back in my chair a little bit. I wasn't at the edge and but um but they show a, a shot of Moff Gideon and he's just like unfazed. Yeah. You know, um he's just like, eh, I got this. I know what I'm doing. He obviously knew what he was doing. He had a good plan. For you real? know, and, and then they start showing the uh, the booting up of the dark troopers, which the sound effects and the music for that, um, the visuals of them like powering up. Yeah, just I just want to back up a little bit back in the ship where they're coming up with the plan. I mean, to take it way back. Dr. Pershing's the one that kind of gives them all the info because uh, Mandalorian or um, Din is like, I'm going to be alone on my team and you guys be the the other team and uh while they're coming up to plan right so dr pershing's like well yeah but um it's got us it, you know because they're like it shouldn't have too many stormtroopers but then she dr pershing was like yeah but it's got like a whole battalion of um dark troopers right. and um and he shows them where the room is and everything and how they have to like uh warm up and everything and then how uh you know close it is to the brig where um baby yoda is and you know and then they come up with a little plan that they're going to use his credentials to kind of try to um make sure that door doesn't open <laughs> oh yeah right yeah i was i forgot about that he gives them the little uh the you know data spike thing or whatever yeah he uses his um his his basically his security clearance i guess to uh a security card Hey, thanks again. 
<laughs> nice. Handprint identification, please. <laughs> oh man. Awesome. Yeah, so then when Din when after they leave the ship and they take away the first initial stormtroopers, Din's all by himself and then you hear the music, which is awesome. Him coming down the ramp all slow. Dun, dun. Oh yeah, yeah. His theme music. It's so oh, good. Oh man, it's so good. Every time I hear it, it's like, yes, perfect timing. <laughs> right. And dude, and the music for this episode overall, that's going to be a, a common mention from me during this, this uh, recording, because there's so many times where the music is just, it's telling, it's almost John Williams esque where it's also telling a story. It's just, oh, it's yeah. really, it's really well done by uh, Ludwig Gorenson. I'm, Did, I am impressed. I have to make note of the dark troopers when they um, sitting there warming up and the music that that's playing. It's kind of like this dubstep electronic type. Mm-hmm. It's gets you gets you pumped, man. Um, oh, yeah. The shots of like it almost seemed like the Terminator like assembly line or something, you know, with the Dude. so. I don't know. I thought that was like the coolest part of music other than you know the ending of course but mm-hmm. uh he did a great job with that type of and then watching the gallery i guess you get to see how he makes the music he's got like this wall of like m- music making like electronic i don't know if you've watched that episode no not yet but i mean go ahead yeah yeah so i don't know there's there's one dedicated to the to the music and um you should check it out because it kind of shows the instrument that he uses i guess you could say or the instruments oh, okay so yeah i don't want to say too much if you haven't seen it that's all good but yeah you mentioned the the terminator assembly line and i'm like I'm like yeah that's totally like i wasn't getting like oh it's just a terminator you know but i was yeah. like this is cool you yeah know? like was. like the the way they kind of like what they were on some kind of something like a crane type situation where it like pulled them out of their, like pulled them out of their hibernation container or whatever you want to call right. it, the battery pack. Yeah. And then it just like it lined them up like perfectly. And, and these things, I don't know. I thought they were kind of cool. Uh, the first time we saw them, I was like, Oh, they're not bad. They're a little shiny. Um, yeah, it's shine. but, but this time I'm looking at them and I'm like, okay, so they basically are, like a combination of super battle droids from the prequels, Cylons, the uh, right. the T800 is T800 was the Terminator, the first one, right? I think so. Yeah, and then to the thousand, yeah. yeah, the thousand was the liquid guy, um, right? And then stormtroopers, you know, and a little bit right. of Iron, a little bit of Iron Man, I guess too. But um, oh, s- did you say super droid, like super battle droids? Did you say yeah. that? Okay, yeah. cool. Totally, I yeah. see that. They're totally like that. Because um, even the super battle droids kind of have, I think, little uh, rockets in their in their feet that let them fly. So, you know, I was like, I don't know. I was just kind of in awe. And I, and I think, like you were saying, the music really helped there. It really got you ready. And yeah. and here and here's more suspense 
Din comes around the corner and, and those doors are already opening. <laughs> he's a oh, little he's like, too late. He maybe like, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe uh he should have been running instead of looking cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, that's you know, he's he had to dodge, dip dodge and dart a couple of stormtroopers on the way and you know, he got held up there, but uh yeah. But the door the door opening was uh definitely he was like surprised and he wanted to get that door closed ASAP. Oh yeah. Yeah. He really, um, yeah, he's just, he comes around the corner and sees that and he's like, no, no. And <laughs> starts running and, and it's a little too late Dude, this part. Yes. This part was, I was actually concerned. Um, I was too. Like I, I really, because you remember I had mentioned that, you know, there was, you know, some, some theories floating around that maybe Din would get, killed this season and i'm like oh my gosh are they really gonna do it because this thing is just like punching him in the i mean obviously it's the best car and it could take it but you could tell it was hurting him bad yeah, it was it was he was wailing it was wailing on his face yeah and so much so that it dented the wall in the back right uh, that was that was i mean that thing was he was taking a beating he must have been rattling around in there so oh, i yeah. thought but it, it it held up but i mean yeah you just never thought with the next swing it could like smashes helmet but or dented but no it, it it took it it took it which is which is kind of cool i was wondering those things aren't weren't made of best car the their armor no but at the time i was like i think there was uh somebody mentioned that the whole thing moff gideon took all the best car from mandalore or whatever Oh yeah, that was something i had i had brought up at one point that i was thinking maybe that's how these were made were made out of Beskar. But so I had that in my head, so I'm like, oh this is Beskar versus Beskar pretty much. Um but then I'm like, oh no, these are just regular robots with thick armor. And oh, and did you see the part where he's like trying to use all his gadgets? Yeah. And he he does the blowtorch through it and everything and it doesn't really affect it and he's like, oh my gosh, I got nothing. <laughs> I know, man. He was pulling out all the all of his uh tried everything but the kitchen sink you know like yeah that was a really cool visual though when that thing was kind of on fire yeah like it, it just kind of added to that like suspense and concern i really you know where, where you were saying that well i don't you weren't totally saying it but you kind of you kind of thought that what happened was going to happen this episode and, and and this part i'm just like like i said i was thinking this thing was going to kill him and if it didn't i was thinking that the other ones bashing on the glass and the door were going to get through. And then he was really, that was going to be it for him. I, I, I really felt that they were going to go that way at that point. I'm like, Oh my gosh, they're really going to shake things up. Aren't they? You know? And yeah. And uh, so it got me, I I mean, bravo to director, writer, you know, acting like I was, I was sold. I thought, I thought he was, you know, as three PO says, I thought he was doomed. Um, <laughs> and, luckily, and, luckily, the 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 robot threw him in the right spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he busts out the the Beskar spear. Was that on the ground at that point? Yeah, at that point, yeah, it was. Okay, because I'm like, where did this thing come from? Like, I wasn't like, I wasn't criticizing or like, oh, where'd you get that? You know, but I was like, where did this thing come from? Because I didn't see it at all. I remember hearing there's like, a shot where it's in the background, so you okay. totally see it. Yeah. Awesome, and then he <laughs> he uh, masterfully destroys that thing. That was so cool. 
Oh just yeah, like, he makes he finds a weak spot. Oh, so good. Yeah, that was dude. That was great. I was I was totally into it. And then what from there? Oh, he this this part I was like, oh well, I think we're gonna see these guys again. You know, he he um, shoots them out of the airlock. Yeah, and, uh, I'm like, well, they're they're robots. I mean, what's that really gonna? It's not gonna kill them. <laughs> you know? well, for real, you thought that I thought they were gone for good. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Until hmm. until until you hear them come back, or you know. Okay, so, so they, I'm like, they got you there. That's good. They did. They got me there, and I was like, "That's it. That's <laughs> it. These things are <laughs> weak. These things are, you know. I mean, not weak, but like this totally weak sauce. Yeah. That this whole buildup, and then you show how awesome it is. Then you shoot them all out the window. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. Yeah. I mean, but understandable, you know, seeing what one could do, you know, you, you knew that if they didn't get rid of them, how, how could the good guys come out on top? You right. Know? These things are, these things were hard to get hard to kill. Yeah. These things are legit. And I don't, you know, not to jump too far ahead, but I don't think this is the last we'll see of those things. There's gotta be more. Okay. Um, Maybe there should be at least there. Doctor Pershing said that these are the third versions of this. You know, yeah, phase three or whatever. Phase three. So they took the human element completely out. Yep. So maybe we'll see phase four or something with the blood. I don't know. I, th- I think you mean uh, phase quatros. Oh, right, phase quatros. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he he gets them out the airlock and. Next step is is Grogu. Um, I had a feeling Gideon was going to be there. I just this guy, he's I don't think he's like a super ma- super villain, but I think he's smart. Yeah, he's, he's definitely he's smart. Very smart, and, and he actually he had me convinced at first that at first I'm like, there's no way he's going to let Mando just take Grogu and and leave. <laughs> but but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know, man. Maybe he's gonna. Maybe he got. He said, you know, all I wanted was to study his blood. The right. this child is extremely gifted. He's and has been blessed with rare properties that have been that have the potential to bring order back to the galaxy. So I mean, he was very convincing that he got what he needed. And in that line, what what were you thinking when he said that? Were you thinking like the cloning of Palpatine or Snoke or something else? Definitely Snoke or early version of Snoke or or something, you know. I mean, definitely Snoke. Yeah. Okay. At this point, it's pretty clear like these are the seeds that are going to bring the first order. There's like a lot of there's a lot of little hints and everything. So, yeah, I knew I figured it had to do something, you know, with with one of those, but yeah, it makes more sense that it would be Snoke. Yeah, I thought, you know, I thought that he was going to let them go kind of uh, a live to fight another day situation. He got what he wanted and he wasn't ready to maybe face Bo-Katan. I was thinking the same thing, but then I'm like, well, Bo-Katan's got to get that dark saber. So how's that going to work out? And then finally he answered my question by attacking Mando. So I'm like, okay, cool. (laughs) Right. And dude, that was, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go as far as saying that, you know, that sword, you know, sword versus spear, the sword fight was like one of the best, you know, by any stretch, but I think it was well choreographed. Yeah, it was. Um, the music again for that 
that fight was phenomenal. And and you could tell I think I think Gideon, he wasn't super skilled, but you could tell he knew how to use that. He knew how to wield that dark saber. Yeah, which, he did. Which makes me more you know, like I still I just want to know how he got that thing. And I hope they, they touch on that somewhere. Well, to skip a little bit ahead, I guess if we we find out that you need to um you know, take win it in battle. Right. So he obviously won it in battle from Bokatan. So it's just a kind of it's shocking to think that I mean he must be really good at using that thing. Well, what was he using though? I guess is my question because you know, yeah. like you see you see in the Clone Wars, um, Darth Maul fights Pre Vizsla. Pre Vizsla has the dark saber. Obviously, Darth Darth Maul is using a lightsaber. Yeah. What did God, what did Moff Gideon use? Because Bo Katan Bo Katan had the dark saber at that point, so she right. was clearly she had to have been using it. Yeah, I don't know. I hope they tell that story. I know that that that's pretty much how, if I remember correctly, that's pretty much how the ruler of Mandalore, you know, comes to be is is a fight like that, you know, and whoever wins takes the throne. Um, so I like that they are they're still you know grabbing from. Old Republic, EU, right. uh, Clone Wars, all that stuff. I love that they're did they know they know their Mandalorian lore, uh, which is awesome. I love it. I guess there's books and everything too. That yeah, which I kind of want to start reading, even though yeah. it's all you know not I guess canon at this point, but I'd still like to read it just to to see where they were going with that stuff. Because listening to other podcasts, they were talking about Django's father or whatnot. Or, yeah, and then you know, through that whole little uh chain that was in uh, um, Boba Fett's armor, the whole little I guess the, it's, it, the chain code, the chain code. So, I guess in that chain code, somebody deciphered it and it mentions uh, Django's father, which I guess was a big part of these books that came out. I'm not too sure what they're called, but. I'm sure they're pretty good reads and they're coming in the canon pretty much. So. Right. Was it his father or was it a mentor? I can't remember. Oh, maybe oh. the, yeah. Like the foundling guy, the guy who actually found him probably. Okay. Or took yeah. the band. That's yeah. That's some, uh, that's some EU that I never, I must've like, I don't know. That must've been after I stopped reading a lot of the EU stuff. Um, cause I don't, I don't remember ever reading it or hearing about it, but yeah, it's definitely got me interested to go back and find those books. It's just so much. It's hard to keep keep up. And it seemed like every couple of... It seems like every time you went to the bookstore, there was just like a whole crop full of... A whole new crop of Star Wars books, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was it was cool seeing the, the Beskar spear versus the Darksaber. You also saw before he had the spear using his armor to block the the dark saber attacks like he did with Ahsoka. Um, yeah. So I, I wonder like did he I mean is that something that he's trained for? Is that something that Mandalorians train for? Use your armor to block lightsaber attacks? Because I mean against Ahsoka he immediately just puts his arms up and Yeah, those those gauntlets take a take are you know take a big uh beating. Mm-hmm. He uses those a lot. Right. Um uh, 
I guess they must. It must be part of his. I mean, because he did that in um, the Believer episode, and he goes to do that same move, but his uh, armor breaks apart when he's on top <sighs> of the uh, top of the uh, juggernaut. Was it something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, the armor just shatters. <laughs> yeah, and he's <laughs> like, like, "Oh, uh-oh. can't do that move." <laughs> Dude, that was something else that we. We, I don't think we touched on too was when he goes back inside to to sit down in the you know the passenger seat of that thing, you hear him like, oh, mm, uh, like like he's in pain, man. <laughs> he's not used to uh, he's used to that armor kind of taking most of the force. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely out of his uh, element in that in that you know and and not comfortable in that whole uh, suit that he was in. Right. It's definitely. Uh, I I have to watch that one again and after after listening to all the podcasts about it and reassess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same here. I was actually thinking we should maybe uh maybe we should recap the whole season, you know, and and just oh, kind of yeah. talk about talk about our highs and lows and and questions and whatnot for for all of season 2, I think, cuz there's a lot of stuff that I think we have forgotten. And, and, you know, we started doing those, you know, what we missed episodes midweek, but, you know, we just didn't have time to keep doing it lately. But uh, I don't know, maybe maybe we should we should come out with a, a recap of season two. That's a good idea. Noise. Maybe go back, you know, start at, at episode one and see how the hints and everything that were there that we missed because we know the whole season now and mm. be like, oh, yeah. There's a hint right there. Oh, and it, I just thought of something. Gonna gonna go back to um, Bo-Katan. The second time I watched this, I caught this. When they're on the ship and they're on the way to, uh, you know, they're coming up with the on the on the way to the. Uh, they're in a uh, hyperspace, right? Yeah. It was, both ships are in hyperspace, which which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That was I, that was something else. Not I'll let you. You know, I just want to interrupt for one second. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, that was visually really awesome to see the the right. ships in hyperspace. That was very cool. Bo-Katan makes it a point to say Moff Gideon is mine, and and what she, you know, I think what she's saying without saying anything is like she wants to fight Moff Gideon so she can get that dark saber back. Oh yeah, okay, that makes total sense. Right, because she uh, she knows. You know, Amando doesn't know the way of, the, of of her type of Mandalorian way, but uh, she knows that she needs to fight. Um, you know, basically, you know, she needs to best him in battle and take the, you know, cut his head off like a Highlander. <laughs> nice. There can be only one. Dude, good catch, man. Yeah, that makes that makes so much more sense to why she was like kind of, you know, mad when when uh, Din comes in with Gideon. As is, you know, captive, and he's exactly dude, and he's got the freaking dark saber ignited when he walks in. I'm like, man, that is yeah. cool. <laughs> that was but, cool for him and us, but not for Bo-Katan, right? Because she knew what had to happen at that point. And I must be a Bo-Katan fan because I'm kind of rooting for her to get that dark saber back. You mm-hmm. know, at this point, and because I, I want her, I want Mandalor, I want her to be ruler of Mandalore because I think I feel bad because there's of everything that went down and you know and she, she's trying so I'm I'm rooting for her at this point I should be rooting for 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 Mando <laughs> you know well, 
I mean, you make your choice who you want to root for. I, I, yeah. I'm with you in the fact that she was in charge, you know, and and she lost it. So yeah, I want I want her to get it back. Um, she felt a little like uh, Daenerys Targaryen here, you know. Yeah, like I kind of felt like uh, you know, obviously more mature, but you know, she she wanted to take back what was hers, and that you know that was a common theme in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm there. I I think that she she needs to get it back, and, and you know, here's this honorable this honorable guy yeah like here you know just take it you know just take it take it and and he doesn't know he doesn't know that that's the way of 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 the the true mandalorians i guess you know not the the cults that that brought him up right is you know she needs to earn it she needs it she needs to best him um or else it wields no power because he said the story it's it's the story that right um Moff Gideon says it's not about the sword. It's about the story behind the sword or something like that. Yes. How she got the sword. That's what rallies the troops and and makes her powerful. So now she's like, great, I have to fight the Mandalorian or, you know, I have to fight Din or which, which I was expecting to see right there. Oh, were you? (laughs) Yeah. Then and there. Okay. Uh, that's what I was expecting to see. I said, cause I mean, that's her quest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't get that. So I feel a little, um, cheated, I guess I could say, well, but I guess we shelve it for next season, which I was, we'll was going to say, yeah, I think that this is, this is where you see, you know, this is what's coming season three. You're yeah. going to see, you're going to see the, the story of, I think I think this is we're going to see a, probably not much of Grogu um, in season three. I don't want to jump too far into it just now, but but you know just to touch on what you were saying, I get it. I I I would totally if I was expecting to see that fight right then and there, I would feel a little let down that it didn't yeah. happen. But just to kind of I guess maybe help you a little bit is you're going to see it next season, you know? Right, but Mando has no beef with her at all and he's kind of like in a way like indebted to her because like she let him know that it's okay for him to take his helmet off you know what i mean because she does it all the time or it's not like a big deal to their sect and you know look at look what he's doing these last two episodes so it's like not to jump ahead i'm sorry but i can't no (laughs) i mean he he doesn't have a beef with her but but he has something that she wants. It's, you know, it's setting, I guess if anything, it's maybe setting her as, you know, the villain of, uh, of next season because it's hard to say, honestly, because she, she did not look happy at all. And I I don't think it was unhappiness as, Oh, I got to fight this guy. I think it was unhappiness as I don't want to fight this guy, you know, right. like not afraid of him, but knowing, you know, like he's basically innocent, you know, he's an, yeah, obviously he's a bomb yeah. hunter. He's killed people, whatever, but you know, she can see the good in him, you know, a, a common star Wars theme. I see the good in him. 
Right. And I, I think she's, you know, she's dank ferricking, you know, she's like, I don't, I don't want to fight this guy, but I need, I need to, I need my throne. I need my sword, you know? Oh, right. A lot. It, I think a lot of crazy stuff is going to go down. I, I, that's what I think. Um, I'm going to right turn you real quick here. When you said dank ferric, we, we forgot to touch on, um, their whole, the, 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 the four women come through and, annihilate stormtroopers left and right uh after they leave the uh, the ship the imperial shuttle um they just go on a tear and um they crossing that bridge with um with the uh the force field there what's that call it they mentioned it i forgot the name of it anyways they're on the bridge and um a couple of a couple of guys come out and they're like yeah this is too easy <laughs> and it's almost like what we're thinking you know it's like yeah this is too easy for them what's going on here right but i mean you know the real threat on that ship is the dark troopers but that's fine and then they still they you know the um stormtroopers managed to stop them from moving on the ship on the bridge but bocatan and um and um Costco reeves Costco reeves you know fly off and then, and then they come back and, and shoot all the stormtroopers. That was cool. That was cool. Um, like a little crossfire thing going on. Right. And then Cara Dune gets her, uh, her, you know, as they keep moving forward, Cara Dune's gun jams and she's dink ferricking it. Uh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> but at that time, I'm like, wait a minute. Here we are. We're watching like this action movie. And you know what I mean? And you got Mando and it's, you know, Star Wars, and we've got four four women and one guy. You know what I mean? It's usually like the other way around. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, it's that's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool to see. You know, like, and you know, you know, the women are are just completely like ba. Like, um, I just wanted to mention that. Like, um, cool, cool storytelling. It's like I, you know what I mean. It's not like I didn't see them as women. It's just like I just took notice of it real quick. I'm like, oh, man, this is totally flipping the script. It's usually like one female. Like if you look back, you know, there's usually like like in the in the uh, jailbreak episode, there was like one female and the rest were guys. You know? Oh, right. Yeah. So here we come. And it's, you know, you know, in the finale, you know, the big the big episode. And it's one guy and, and four females going in and well, two guys, really. But you know, ones in the ship. Yeah, that's a good catch. Um, I would say that, you know, you go back to the, the very first star Wars film, a new hope and, and Carrie Fisher slash princess Leia set the table for, for that to have this BA female group. Right. Um, you know, George Lucas, I think was ahead of his time when it comes to that stuff. You know, even in the prequels you had, you had Padme, and the Clone right. Wars, you had Ahsoka and Padme and Satine. You know, like it just kept building up. It was really cool, and, and I like these characters too. Like there isn't there isn't one of them that I don't that I dislike. Um, you know, I thought for sure that the when I found out Sasha Banks was going to be, and I mentioned this before, I thought for sure when Sasha Banks when I found out she was going to be in the show, I'm like, Oh, I don't know. You know, I mean, she's cool as on the, in the WWE and whatnot. And she's, you know, very talented, but I was like, I was unsure about her in this and I want to see more of her. I think she's cool. She's totally BA. Yeah. Um, same with Kara, sort of the same with Kara Dune. I didn't, 
I don't think I liked her a lot until the end of her first episode she was in. Like when she first arrived, I'm just like, oh, she's just going to be like kind of this grunt, like beat people up, which she is. But there's so much more to her character. There's a lot of depth there that hopefully they cover in, in some other stories. And uh, and then Fennec Shand, well, oh, Bo-Katan, I mean, I've, I've loved her ever since, you know, she showed up in the Clone Wars and, you know. Katie Sackhoff's amazing. Uh, (laughs) But uh, Fennec Shand, I'm like, dude, she's freaking like she had another another moment, you know, like um, in the tragedy in this episode where she's, you know, plowing through and she's doing like somersaults and (laughs) headshot and stormtroopers. She does. She does the uh, the somersault. The uh, battlefront somersault. Shoot. shoot. (laughs) Right. Yes. Nice. (laughs) Your own little. Yeah. Yeah. this is pretty much your own like get out of the uh shooting you know you your only option in, in battlefront to, to move is to that use that somersault move <laughs> she totally did it <laughs> that she did that's awesome um i'm glad you brought that up you know that stuff up because i do have it i had it in my notes but i kind of scrolled past it um just because i'm excited this episode was awesome <laughs> yeah but uh but so, so they captured Moff Gideon. He's you know explaining how how things are going to go with the dark saber. And I think, dude, just the look on his face, like I think this was his plan. You know, like a a fail safe. I can get Bo Katan off my butt since this guy's got. Uh, you know, I was defeated in the sword fight. Here's another plan I got. You know, I can try to turn these two against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like you were saying, you you were expecting to see that fight. I think so was Moff Gideon. He's like, okay, well, oh, these, okay. if these two fight, this gives me a chance. All while I think he had an idea that those dark troopers were coming back. So, did he throw the fight with uh, Mando? No, or? no, that part I don't. I think that that this he was stirring this idea up while they were on their way to the bridge. I, gotcha. I think. No, I think Mando bested him. I don't know if if the staff training comes as part of being a foundling or whatever, but he was obviously trained enough in using something, you know, a weapon like that, that he, he definitely, I think he definitely bested him. I don't think he threw the fight. Um, okay. But I think at that point he's like, okay, so how can I get, you know, how can I get my way out of this? And I think that that's, that's what he came up with was turning those two against each other because, you know, he didn't know, he didn't know that there was somebody else on their way, you know, to uh, right. help to help these people. And maybe he knew that the dark troopers were coming back. I kind of got a feeling there. The dark troopers were definitely, he knows their their threat level, and they didn't have a chance against the dark troopers. He knew that, right? So maybe he's just trying to buy some time to 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 the till the dark troopers came back. Something like that, yeah. And then he found that conveniently got tossed right by a blaster on the ground. Um, <laughs> I want to hide this. <laughs> yeah, but but credit to uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to pr- pronounce his name right, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. I'm not. I don't know. I want. I don't want to say I'm not a fan of him. I don't know anything he's been in. I've I never watched Breaking Bad. I think he was in. I just I couldn't get into that show. Um, but I credit to him like in his acting in this episode for sure. He he had me sold in so many different spots 
where I'm like, I'm believing this guy. And then it's like, nope, he's, you know, he's going to yeah. do a U-turn. And I was really impressed by his acting. So for real, I thought he was going to let Mando take the child. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. He did a good job of like, you know, saying the way he needed to say things for me to uh, believe him. And Mando believed him because I think he went after the child. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, he was going. He he was about to pick him up, and that's when you hear the dark saber ignite. Yeah. Uh, so here's where I like. I was thinking the season or the episode. Yeah, the season was going to end when you know they get those readings on the on the radar, and it's like, you know, how many life forms? None. You know, you knew the dark troopers were coming back. I'm like, okay, so now you have all these dark troopers. Pounding on the door, basically, and you've got just a small group. I mean, you saw we saw what one was doing to uh, Din. They they right. had no I, they had no chance. So here's here's where my head was at at this point. I'm like, okay, cue the Jedi. <laughs> no, that wasn't even where I was at. I was like, this is how this season's going to end. These guys are good. These droids are going to get through. And it's just going to be mostly a massacre, right? You know, they might take a few with them, but I thought we were going to see like, you know, maybe Cara Dune and Koska Reeves or something get taken out. Yeah. And and the rest of the group being near death injured. And then you see Moff Gideon pick up Grogu and his dark saber and leave with the dark troopers. And I thought that's, I was like, they're going to end it with this. But then I'm like, ah, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know that they, they, they built this thing up where there was a Jedi. There was, there's some kind of Jedi was going to show up. I'm like, I don't know if they're going to let us down. What was going through your head at that point when the dark troopers were coming back to the ship? Pounding at the door. I'm like, where's the Jedi? Where is the Jedi? Where's the <laughs> Jedi? Jedi, where are you? And then, then you see the X-Wing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then it's like, there you are. <laughs> And I'm like, what Jedi flies the X? Well, no, you know what? I actually thought that uh, it was Carlson for a second. Or Carson? Carson and, Carson? and wolves. Or yeah. Wolves. It would make a little bit of sense because they're looking for Empire Remnants. And that's what they are. So, like, but, you know, once you, you saw everything going down on the monitors of, like, who, who it was. And um, it was pretty clear it was the Jedi. At this right. point... I didn't know I yeah, I didn't know who the Jedi was. I I was like, okay, you know, from my previous episode, you know who I thought the Jedi was gonna be. <laughs> right. Grasping, yep. grasping at straws, Mr. DeButt. Uh <laughs> and that's who I thought it should have been in in my heart you know, in my in my heart of hearts. Like I think that would have been awesome. Um so the fact that it was this one here, it seemed um, like a little bit like not a surprise in a way okay you know what i mean this is this is where i this is where i need you to convince me otherwise <laughs> okay so <laughs> it's the coolest me, thing we've seen since um the return of the jedi let me interrupt then uh <laughs> take it away so so <laughs> the same it was sort of the same thing when i saw the x-wing okay i'm like oh okay it's gonna be carson and wolf and then you only see one X-Wing, and I'm like, then I, I started getting the goosebumps, right? I'm like, one X-Wing. And, and Cara Dune, <laughs> she's like, one, one X-Wing, great, we're saved, you know, sarcastically. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, 
I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, is that Red Five? I'm like, is that freaking? I'm I'm like shouting in my basement at you know five thirty in the morning, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, there's no freaking way. I'll I'll censor you know what I was saying, you know, legit. But I'm like, is that Red Five? And then they try to hail him on the comm, and there's no response. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, this has got to be him. I'm like, who else? Who else just shows up in an X-wing? Right. Yeah, and, I don't know. And the music starts going, you know, and I'm like, oh man, you know, I was like, dude, I was, I was seriously, I was goosebump city. I was like, yes, you know, we talked about it. Okay, we talked about who it could be. And yeah, you even asked me if it could be this person. Yeah, and I right. Was like, I was like, no. <laughs> No, <laughs> and and even even my brother. Um, let me pull up my phone really quick because he he texted me. Uh, it was actually while I was sleeping, but he my brother's just a you know a few years older than us. There's really I guess there's no real way to say this. Uh, no, okay, I got it. <laughs> he was like, I didn't think they had the you know what's to do this, right? You know? and me too. And and that's, that's kind exactly of, what I was thinking. What really? your brother was saying, exactly nice. what I was thinking. There's no way they bring back and open up this can because this is a can. Oh yeah, this is a can that they're opening, <laughs> and they closed the can, and now they're reopening it, and they're like, "Why?" Well, I mean, do you understand the implications of this can that you're opening? Like, this is this is messing with people's like, like feelings now <laughs> this is personal <laughs> you know what i mean this is the personal thing to bring back this character i mean they did it with leia you know they kind of did it with han but to bring back the character you got to do it right you know what i mean mm-hmm. i mean at least for me uh, i think they they did it right i think that this was i think this was everything that i wanted to see in the sequel trilogy you know, like, right. like this is, I mean, I'm just going to say it. It's friggin' Luke Skywalker. You know, I'm like <laughs> this and whatever I get people, I get people out there, love the, the sequels and they can, I don't, I don't, I'm not one of those people that are like, oh gosh, I hate it. Everyone should hate it. I don't even hate it anymore. You know, but you know, this, this is what I wanted in those. I wanted to see. I mean, the way he's in, you know, they're watching him on those screens and he's just trashing these uh, dark troopers. And it was like, it was like watching Anakin in his prime. It was like watching Anakin in his prime, just annihilating stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Exactly. Dude. It was, it was totally Clone Wars, Anakin, destroying droids. And in the movies, like it was totally that. And it was totally Darth Vader destroying like the guys on Rogue One. On Rogue One. And Good choking catch. things and 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 moving things and, and the lightsaber and the in the uh, in the smoke and everything. You know what I mean? Like it was just like exactly to the T got little hints of who it was with the glove. The glove and, that, and the green saber and the green saber, the belt buckle, the robe, the colors, uh the X-Wing, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was... I, I'll i be honest. It takes a lot to get me to this place, but I had tears in my eyes. I was <laughs> just like... I was just... I was stunned 
like I said, I like, you know, like you were saying, like my brother was saying, you know, I didn't think they were going to do this. You know, I wanted it, but I didn't think they were actually going to go there. And, you know, you see the, the hood up and he's, you know, the first shot basically of him walking down that corridor with the hood up. And I'm like, oh man, I'm like, he's got the, like you said, the, the Vader and the Anakin just presence. Yeah. And you knew you just, this, this, is you him at his, this is him at his prime. Right. This isn't is him. This is not him learning. This is not him, you know, being a scared farm boy. This is him post return of the Jedi post, you know, defeating the emperor in a way and, 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 and making his father like turn to the, to the light side and post, you know, this is, this is era of the empire, Luke Skywalker, you know, there you go. Right there, right there, my (laughs) friend. It is, it is, it is the, the EU Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Dare we, dare we say grandmaster Jedi at this point. Grandmaster. Yeah. I mean, this guy knows what he knows. He's not afraid. He's in control. He's balanced. He's, yes. He's he's on a mission, and he executes. And he's not, you know, grieving over. You know, he hasn't made mistakes. He's the, he's the Luke Skywalker that you know and you yes and, lo- and you love. Yes. So he's not uh, the. He's not the grumpy Luke yeah. that we get later on. He is, yeah, he is the Luke that you remember as a kid. As a kid, as 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 you played with his 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 figure, like mm-hmm. you know, as you saw him. So uh, did they do? Did they do him justice? I I think so. Absolutely. Uh, this is. I mean, this is everything. The the whole situation with him. It's everything I wanted. <laughs> I mean, I wish it was, you know, I wish it was 30 something years, 40 years earlier. So it could just be the Mark Hamill. Uh, but no, I I think they did it justice. I think they, they just, they opened up, like you said, Quattros, they opened up this can and, and I think it was a good can to open because you've got what, 30 years, 20, 20 something years before the force awakens. Right. It's probably not the last time we're going to see this guy, you know, um, before then, but dude, he's, he's out looking for, looking for younglings and the way he was looking at Grogu. I love the way that like Ahsoka looked at Grogu. I love the way Luke's looking, you know, cause obviously they see him as his own person, but they see Yoda, you know, there's no, there's no way you can beat around that. They see Yoda in that little guy who doesn't, you know, right. does it give you a little bit of, does it make you think a little bit of Grogu's future? It did for me. Oh yeah, I'm worried about Grogu. Yeah, I'm because, worried about him too. Because uh, you know, after after a little while, spoiler alert of, you know, the sequel trilogy, but you know what happens to the Jedi Temple? Um, yeah. And, you know, is Grogu gonna escape this purge? I don't know. You know, we don't know. We have no idea. Maybe who knows? We haven't even seen, you know, season three and four of the Mandalorian. So, but yeah, yeah, it definitely got me thinking. Yeah, it definitely got me thinking as well. It's like, this is a, this is happy. I'm, you know, I'm happy that Luke's back, but then, you know, without Grogu being in the, in the, in the, the sequels, it's like, I'm, I fear that this is the beginning of the end of Grogu. In a way, 
until which, I didn't know otherwise. Right. Which I mean, I guess not that yeah. it makes it any better, but yeah, I mean, we kind of, you know, we see where, where they are in the, in the sequels, I guess we kind of should expect it, I guess maybe just because no, I'm sorry, go ahead. I don't want to expect it. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I hear you. And I want to be, I want to be completely, you know, blindsided. I get Un- that. Unless those movies are the real thing anymore. You know what I mean? We don't know at this point. We don't. Any, anything can happen. Well, yeah. Unless, unless there's an alternate reality situation going on here, which would be great. But is, is it really something that they could do? Um, to answer that, yes. Okay, yeah, I mean, they could. I, be, only because, I mean, just seeing what, what John Favreau, Dave Filoni have done with this show and seeing that Kathleen Kennedy, at, at least I'm starting to think, sees the potential in what these guys are, you know, capable of. I mean, look at all the stuff that they just, you know, greenlit, all these new things. I think anything's possible. And I, I think that Kathleen Kennedy realizes what she has in these two guys. You know, I, I don't know. I won't be disappointed if it doesn't happen. Right. But, but if it does, I mean, we, this might, <laughs> we could talk well, for, we could talk for hours. This might open the door to a lot of bringing this, back EU stuff. This is the can I'm talking about. Like <laughs> you either, you know, start making direct connections to the, the sequels trilogy or you stop and start coming up with a new sequel trilogy type of scenario because we're going to all be thinking, okay, you know, anything moving forward. Okay. So is this, is this part of the sequel trilogy? Is it, you know what I mean? If we, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Is it going to be down the road? That's the only thing I want to be thinking about is like, is it connected or is it not connected? Because this it'd be like the first. I mean, they've already chopped off books upon books. About you know what I mean, right? They've already decanonized a bunch of stuff. So you know, and thinking like they did it with Spider Man, like you know what I mean? They they just said the Tobey Maguire movies are they're not relevant anymore. <laughs> so right. I don't know. That wasn't Disney at that point or whatever. I don't know. But no, like, they but keep rebooting. They keep rebooting things and. And it's not connected, so it'd be huge that we invested all this time and energy and everything into these three movies to kind of make them okay in our minds that they're they're actually three of of George's movies, which they're not. But we're you know we've as fans like you know made them you know as best we can. We've come to terms with them as as part of the original you know part of the original story, which it's not, <laughs> or is this the true beginning of post return of the Jedi story, star Wars? Like, I'm. Um, this is my problem a little bit. <laughs> See, I'm kind of leaning towards that though, because why would they be bringing this stuff out right now? Why would they, you know, I mean, there are some connections Right, the Mandalorian to the sequel trilogy, but I don't know. I mean, I, I guess 
it, it really it just depends on how it's written, you know, how things go. There, there's a lot of time between this and that movie, you know, The Force Awakens. Gideon talks about the order, you know, is that the first order? Like, you know, brings order to the galaxy again. And oh, yeah. And so does Valen Hess, I think, mentions yeah, that too. Yeah, Valen Hess um, too. So they're kind of hinting towards it. I think we're, we are just seeing, at the very least, what we're seeing is, I think we're, we're going to see somehow, some way, the, the bringing up of this new Jedi temple that, that Kylo Ren eventually destroys. And then that would be it. And then, then the sequel trilogy is legit. I don't know. I, I honestly haven't really been able to process all that yet. <laughs> and, and, and I don't know that I need to, I guess, <laughs> because right. just because, I mean, we got, we got Luke Skywalker on a TV series. Um, <laughs> we got to right. see him. We, uh, we got to see. I'm classically pulling the cart before the horse shows up. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which is, you know, so, so that's what I like. I don't know. That's what I do. Like, I'm not worried about right now. Okay. Like, yeah, I'm worried, worried about, about later. Later. Yeah, no, there's, I, I, and there's so, there's a lot, you know, I get that. Got Luke Skywalker back. This is a, this is a historic day in Star Wars. And it's, you know, like I said, it's not grumpy you know, Luke a lot Skywalker. Of, right, no, it's not grumpy Luke Skywalker. And here's the thing, it's like, it just went completely, like, I feel like I'm not on, I didn't get tears in my eyes. I didn't, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't feel the, the, the really? goosebumps. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get any of that. Because I was just like lost in this whole, what does this mean mm. as far as the sequels? Because that was where my mind went. It's messed up. Like I, I totally, you know what I mean. I, I, this whole historic moment just kind of um, fell, fell, uh, fell flat for me. I guess. Which wow. I, which, which I, which I don't. Which, which you know what I mean. Which is sad. And and, yeah. and and I'm sad because like there's no more Mandalorian too. So it's like I'm on that kind of wavelength, you know. I wasn't <laughs> wasn't hyped for the last episode. I was bummed for the last episode and I want to be happy and I want to be excited for the future and not so but that's just the way I took it, man. It's messed up. <laughs> See, I guess I guess the good part for me was I don't think about the sequels. Um, <laughs> I don't, I, I really don't. I, I try to not think about the sequels, which is funny because, you know, a couple of years ago, the force awakens was one of my favorite movies, but the stuff that came after it, whatever, right. a whole other, whole other story. But, but yeah, no, I wasn't really, I didn't have the sequels on my mind. I had what's going to happen next like you, but I had what's going to happen next as in we're seeing EU, like you said, we're seeing the the heir to the empire uh luke skywalker you know we're seeing him in his prime and 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 i'm like okay there's there's so much they can do here that that could bypass the sequel trilogy um that was really my only thought about the sequel trilogy was maybe we're gonna work around that thing somehow (laughs) yeah uh, but yeah you get enough brightest in their room they'll figure it out i'm sure (laughs) yeah i just let you know I, i i didn't I didn't get the feeling that everybody else got. And I feel like I'm uh, missing out. <laughs> mm. So, so let me ask you this. It, and I, and I want it, you know what I mean? I want it. Right. 
so you remember in, in a new hope star Wars, um, Luke Skywalker comes into that, that cell block and takes off his helmet, you know, and he's like, I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. Yeah. Um, the name of this episode is the rescue, right? Luke Skywalker comes to the rescue. Like, right. Right. Like you right, expect right. him to, um, I expect him to say the line too. I'm Luke Skywalker. <laughs> that would have been kind of cool, but, but you don't see that. You see this, this calm and wise balanced, Right. Jedi, where he's just kind of you know he stands there and looks at them with with the the look of a a Jedi master, and you know, right. Din's like you know, are you Jedi? I am. Straight up, I am. I don't even know if he even said his name. I don't think he did. No, I don't think so. Um, not that he <laughs> definitely didn't need to. <laughs> not for us. No. Yeah, but uh, in the way little Grogu is holding on to his, his hand to the to the um monitor like you know that's my yeah you know future master coming to get me dude yeah that was something i i wanted to bring up too was i i guess this would be credit to uh peyton reed the the director is you're watching you're watching the heroes of this episode watch on screen yeah the jedi you totally, know totally totally a little bit and, of inter- interframing again yeah it was really did this. I wasn't a fan of of the passenger episode we talked about. You know, when, yeah. when we watched that, I wasn't a big fan of it. It didn't do anything for me. Um, but it certainly had nothing to do with the director because, uh, you know, same director for this one, and this was so well directed. Like I love so much about this this episode, and I thought that I thought it was cool that that they're witnessing just masterful lightsaber action here you know and we're witnessing it with them like <laughs> like we were all like grouped together you know like yeah. we're sitting there with Bo-Katan and Din Djarin and baby we, Grogu and we had a good seat too like we could see the whole screen and everything nobody's in our way <laughs> right right it was just so cool and yeah I, I I was trying to figure out where what Grogu was doing but I guess you pretty much answered my question there he was like touching the screen and watching like, you know, that's, that's my new Jedi master. And yeah, it was, just, it was just really well done. I, I liked the part when, when it's over, you know, before it's over, he crushed, you know, he uses the force yeah. to crush that last one. I'm like, this is yeah, cool. He does. Yes, he does. <laughs> it's um, all cool. It's all cool. It just lead, let me wanting more, man, more. I didn't want it to be the end. I want it to be, I don't know couple more episodes or something i don't know oh yeah absolutely i i'm with i'm with you there i always definitely would want more of that but you know so so din's like open the doors and fennec's like are you crazy (laughs) (laughs) like why would you do that and and then you know there he is with his lightsaber still ignited hood on and uh the music yeah, so, yeah, the music and everything was great. I was going to mention that. It was all the theme. I like was that like Luke Skywalker theme? I mean, yeah, I probably don't. Yeah, so I mean that was awesome to hear it again. It's just right. like it's so great. Yeah, he takes off that hood and it's like, I mean, <laughs> I, I knew it was him, obviously, but but you know, I'm assuming that's CGI, right? Right. And here's another thing. I don't know if you remember, but you know, I did. We when we started doing the news, we did a little news bit on the fact that Mark Hamill 
sign away his likeliness to right. Disney. And I think that was also going through my mind like, oh, man, this is what they're using the likeliness for. I thought it was like going to be for a movie, but they did it for the show. And that pretty much not not spoiled things for me, but like, you know, it was like, well, we're going to see Mark Hamill eventually somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. With, with that bit of news. So here it is. So not not that it spoiled me, but like maybe it kind of, you know, did. <laughs> I think maybe you were just hoping it was going to be uh, Joris Kaboth. And you <laughs> yeah. were kind of just like you were set on that to where I don't think. And, uh, and I'm, I'm not trying to make you feel bad for how you feel or anything like that. But I think that maybe you just you set yourself up to be like, oh, it's just Luke Skywalker. Okay. Yeah, I think so. It just looks good, but I shouldn't be just, it's just Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I should be like, it's Luke Skywalker. Well, and I want to, and I want to be like that. I'm maybe like, you need uh, to watch it again. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, don't feel bad about how you feel. It's just, that's how it goes. That's yeah. how I, that's how I gotta, I gotta, I gotta let you guys know how, what I'm really feeling. It's like, yeah, it's Luke Skywalker. It's, I can't believe it. I can't, you know, can't believe it. It's him. He's back. Like, I want to see more. I don't know that we'll see more. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with that. Yeah. But again, we'll, we'll find out. They're doing so much. Um, You know, so there's the, just the brief conversation between Luke and Dan and Luke, you know, Luke says, uh, he's, he's waiting for your permission to let him go or whatever. And, and you get, you get that moment that, that again, got me, he picks up Grogu and, and, you know, basically tells him, it's okay. You know, we'll see each other again. I promise. And Grogu touches his helmet. Like, let me see your face, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Din's just like, doesn't even hesitate. He takes the helmet off and, right. And Grogu like touching his face. I'm just like, Oh my gosh, dude, what are they doing? At least to me for this, because I'm like, I just saw Luke. I saw red five. I see Luke Skywalker just annihilating stuff. And that's, you know, everything that happened before, this part was cool. <laughs> you know, the dark right. saber and the Beskar spear. And, you know, you see, you know, Grogu, like, like touching Mando's face. And, you know, you see the emotion on Pedro's face and I'm right there with him. And then he puts him down and, and, uh, you know, he looks down and Grogu's kind of like grabbing his leg, looking up at right, him. Right. Like, grabbing his leg. Just like, Oh my gosh, man. Oh man. And then, freaking r2d2 comes rolling in and i'm like what the (laughs) yeah seriously i was like it's r2 oh my gosh i that i did not expect at all which is kind of silly when you think about it because r2 always rode in in the x-wing you know with him uh but i mean come on you i didn't think we were gonna see luke i didn't you know i didn't think they were gonna actually do it and then you you bring in r2d2 as well and i'm like oh my gosh And and R two D two's all whistling and beeping at, at Grogu and Grogu's. I'm like, what are they saying to each other? I put the subtitles on because I'm like, are they going to tell me what they're saying? No, they didn't. Yeah. You know, and all I, all I could do is go back to Empire when when Yoda and and R two D two first met, and you know, mine, mine, and he's banging him yeah. with a stick, and you know, I'm just like, oh gosh, I'm just like, this is this dude. This little Grogu was intrigued by him though. Yeah, really, big time. This was just, to me, classic Star Wars. 
it just had all the right elements the music the motion the you know the mostly happy ending even though it was kind of heartbreaking yeah right yeah it uh i don't know you know and then and then you see the kind of close up on on Din's face and you see the water in his eyes and see the and, water in his eyes but he still has enough to like give one last little smile to Grogu before the elevator doors close and you know just because he's trying to be strong for the kid I think there they don't want the kid to see me break down because it'll make him sad and right you want um, you want him to like have a positive but I mean it you know Grogu's like the next Anakin you know because we don't know his father who his father was if he you know was his m counts through the roof again mm-hmm. was he made through the metachlorians again like you know he's he's starting his training obviously older i mean you know he's already had training right like he's leaving a loved one you know the he's going to luke with luke who we obviously know fails his students um you know what i mean like like the 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 light at the tunnel, it doesn't seem very bright for for the for the little Grogu guy. You know, what I mean, he seems like the dark side is going to be uh, ever present in his. He's not going to be like a true Ahsoka Jedi. You know what I mean? Like, right? He's going to have this darkness. Maybe he, you know, I mean, for all we know, he could try to do the training with Luke, and maybe once he starts talking. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to do this. You know, I want to go and I want to be a foundling. You know, he could go back to Din and and put on some Mando armor. You never know. Never know. I don't know. I, for me, man, I think that this was like the best episode of the series. A plus um, plus plus plus. Yeah, and, and and it's like I just I keep thinking, you know, when you think about. Favreau and Filoni and and from like I think they can't possibly top their best episode you know I, I thought that with uh, I can't remember the name of it the heiress you know I'm like this is yeah. cool you know you get you get some clone war live action clone wars and this is cool then they hit me you know with uh, Ahsoka and I'm just like okay you know how, <laughs> how are they going to top this then they hit me with Slave One and Boba Fett, and I'm like, and and, <laughs> and throw the news that Django was a foundling, and I'm like, there's no, there's what else are they gonna do? I mean, yeah, you know, they can't. And then they come out with this, you know, and it's so like if Moff Gideon was Grand Admiral Thrawn instead of Moff Gideon, this would be so like probably the closest we're gonna see of those. Uh, Thrawn, the original Thrawn trilogy series. Right. Um, but even still, like, it's just, it just, I don't know. I was mind blown, like, this whole time. I'm just like, this is so, this is the kind of Star Wars I want, you know? And, and this season, it had, you know, I guess, what, two episodes for me that I was just kind of like, eh, you know, they were cool, but they didn't really do much. Uh, but overall, I think the season was amazing. It's just some amazing TV. Yeah. Like, I didn't think they'd be able to top the stuff that they did in season one. Right. But this, this was amazing. Star Wars is like it's too much. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's my problem. Maybe I'm getting too much awesomeness at once mm-hmm. and I'm rejecting it in a way because I can't believe it. Maybe I need to like, I'm going to, I'm going to hold off my, my final grade. Cause I really, I don't think I, I can do it today. <laughs> okay. You want to yeah. kind of process and yeah, seriously. Yeah. No, it's I don't like feel I get that. I, I really don't want to. <laughs> it's sad. I, I don't, you know, like I'm too, I've got too much, too much to, to think about. It was a lot. I, yeah. I, I will agree there. There was a lot. I, and, and, and we didn't even really touch on the, uh, the last part, uh, <laughs> but, but oh, I with, just, with Moff and everything going, shooting, shooting up, uh, Bo-Katan and yeah, there's just like, yeah, like you said, there's so much, but yeah, uh, I, yeah, that part, dude, I thought one, I thought he killed Bo-Katan Me too. And two, I thought he hit Baby Yoda with a shot. Yeah, yeah, he definitely had a, a moment there where he could. Yeah, I was Thank like, God oh Din, Din slid in there, saved home plate. <laughs> right. Yeah, he he definitely, I mean, that was close. That was a really close call. Um, and then, you know, and then Moff is like, well, I'm, I'm screwed. Puts the blaster to his you know, his neck <laughs> and Cara Dune's like, Nope, you're not getting away with this. <laughs> yep. That was out. cool. Yeah. But yeah, then they didn't, you know, that was what before that was before Luke came in. So right. You, you didn't see Bo Katan for a minute to where I was like, Oh, is she, you know, is she dead? But then she was the one, she was the one that was hailing the X wing. So, right. Or no, that was before I th- that. I thought it was the other, um, uh, uh, Casca Reeves that I thought got shot because I didn't really I can't really tell them apart in their armor. Yeah, but, yeah. The only then, way you can really tell is like uh, Bo-Katan's got like the white on the front. The second watch, I, I noticed it was Bo-Katan. Yeah, but my initial was like, oh no, somebody had to go though, but nobody did. Which is nobody cool. did. Which I mean, I, I thought for sure, and this is just because this is this seems to be a lot of the way modern writing goes is that you kill off a character, you know. And, and yeah. they, even, they even did it last year with um, uh, Quill, Nick Nolte's right. character. Exactly. Um, exactly. You know, so I was I was kind of expecting someone to go, but I'm glad nobody did because there's so much room for these characters still to to grow and to build on. Thought it was cool that Moff, you know, tried to take himself out, but yeah. but, but he didn't get away with it, which means obviously we're going to see more of him. Um. You know, the episode kind of ends on a, a happy end, heartbreaking moment. Who knows if or when we'll see uh, Grogu again. Hopefully we do. And uh, and then the credits roll. And I just I started writing down some initial notes just because I didn't want to forget a couple of things that were fresh on the mind. And all of a sudden the credits stop and I'm like, wait, what? You see, yeah. <laughs> you see the twin sons on Tatooine, and I'm like, wait, they don't do after credits in Star Wars. What is right. this? <laughs> and, and and I'm like, okay, they're showing Tatooine. This this has to have some relation to Boba. And you see, you see Jabba's palace, Jabba's and, palace, and 
man, Bib Fortuna is looking like he's been eating like Jabba. <laughs> <You know? laughs> he's just this big dude now and sitting on the throne and he's got his, his Twi'lek slave and right. he's barking orders to um, uh, Weakway. And then you, for whatever reason, man, I thought, you know, at this point I'm like, okay, so they brought in, they brought in Luke Skywalker, right? And then you hear like a blaster and you see someone, a shadow of someone coming down the steps. I'm like, is this going to be Leia? Like, what's Leia doing here? You know, I'm like, right. It almost had the same shot for shot. Right. Yeah. Like I was, I was like, whoa, what? They're just like, uh, something I didn't mention is this, this episode made me want to go back and watch return of the Jedi, (laughs) um, which I'm, I'm planning on doing maybe tonight. But, uh, so, so you see Fennec Shand come in and she's just, you know, she wipes out all these people and <laughs> she yelled, uh, lets the, the Twi'lek slave go. And then the music starts kicking in this really B.A. theme that they're using for Boba Fett. I'm like, this is, you know, he comes walking down the steps and I'm like, what in the heck is going on? And, you know, Bib Fortuna's all like, oh, Boba, blah, blah, blah. I thought you were dead, whatever. And <laughs> <laughs> Boba just blasts him in the face and and takes the throne and just sits wow. down and then and then the last shot is so cool dude boba sitting on this throne fennec shan kind of like leaning on it drinking out of that jug and i'm like what and then you see the book of boba fett book of- december 2021 and i'm like okay well force or uh quattro that's why they didn't announce it last week because they right. were like you said they were they were waiting you know for this season to end to for some reason. And now we know why. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm going to ask you something. It's going to be kind of dumb. They're filming. Are they, are, is there going to be separate shows or is this book of Boba Mandalorian season three? Like, is it going to be Mandalorian, the Mandalorian book of Boba now for the next two seasons? Mm. Or are they going to be, is there going to be a Mandalorian season three and a Boba Fett season one? See, I'm. I was believe. I was lead, led to believe that this was the Boba Fett limited series that was rumored, and that will we will still see a season three of The Mandalorian. Um, okay. Because I I've seen everywhere I've looked, it said that they've already started production of season three, but is that they started production of the book of Boba Fett? I don't know. Like, right. Because uh, something else my brother texted me was this felt like a series finale, this episode. Right. Which, I mean, pardon my language, but if that's the case, I'm going to be pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what? I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. And it's kind of it's kind of bothering me to think about it. I'm I'm cool with with this Boba Fett thing. But if this means like the end of. It can't mean the end of Din's story because you got the stuff with Bo-Katan and the, the Darksaber and all that. The more cultural stuff oh. of the Mandalore. and There's all their shows, too, that it could pick it up on. Right. You know, Mando just makes an appearance and he becomes like the one-shot, you know, episode. Mm. So you never know. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I guess it's kind of up in the air. I mean, what's the book of Boba Fett going to be about? If it's just if it's him and Fennec Shand, are they running running a um, crime syndicate or a bounty bounty hunter syndicate? Or well, when you get involved with Jabba's uh, in Jabba's world, that's what you you're you're into. You're into you know smuggling and 
um, you know, crime stuff. So I guess so. Dude, it could be really good. It's all I yeah. know. <laughs> all right. Well, I think Quatros, I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to call it. Yeah. Uh, listeners, uh really quick, I think and Quattro's, you tell me if you want to do this. I think when we come back from our break, I think we should pick up on, pick up with, you know, maybe recapping season two a little bit and, and getting your letter grade of, uh, of this episode and, you know, give you time, some time to process. Yeah. Uh, I just need a little bit of time. So I think, I think we'll come back with that. The, uh, you know, probably the week after Christmas. Okay. Um, and, uh, to close out, I'm going to try and get through this quickly because we're kind of running short on time. Uh, we received another email from from our fellow uh, Jabba DeButt. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, this is actually pretty... Um, I read it. This came in, I think, yesterday or the day before. Um, but uh, it it's very different from, from his last one. <laughs> uh, so here we go. Uh, it says fives and quattros. Apparently, he's he's on to your new name. Um, <laughs> that was quick. Says Jabba DeButt here. FYI, I am Mister DeButt. Says, hey, I'm not emailing to hate on you guys or say you missed something. Even though Fours is wrong about the Mandalorian season three being the last season, they announced back on November sixteenth that the Mandalorian is picked up for seasons three and four, which I do remember hearing oh, something okay. about that. Um, I'm not trying to be a know-it-all. That's not why I'm emailing. I'm emailing to say sorry. Yeah, I know. Hard to believe. <laughs> you guys got me all wrong. I listened to your reaction to my previous emails. I wasn't trying to hate on you guys. I was just trying to be funny and, and bust your chops a bit. I guess I took it a bit too far. Oh. He goes on to say, actually, I want to say thank you guys for giving me timely, funny and and an entertaining podcast about my favorite Star Wars live action series. I can count on you guys being there every Saturday, ready to talk about the latest episode. I work on Saturday mornings and there aren't too many podcasts available at that point. Um, You guys helped me get through my work day. You made it a little bit more bearable. I know I know it must take a great deal of effort of effort to get a podcast out in a day. It does. Um <laughs> I have to wait till Monday for some other podcasts I listen to. So it's nice to not have to wait that long for you guys. Also, it got to the point where I was looking forward to your guys' reaction to the show just as much as the latest episode. I just want to say much appreciated with the effort. That's anyway, cool. right? Anyway, looking forward to hearing how you guys are going to fill all the space between the seasons. And don't worry, I'll be staying tuned into Frequency 1138 during this long break. You got a listener in me. Your pal, Jabba DeButt. <laughs> P.S. I listened to your last Jedi podcast. It was pretty good. You guys have some of the same reactions as I did with the movie, except for one thing. I love the Canto Bite stuff. Peace. Ah. Huh. Well, hey, Jabba DeButt, I appreciate right. your, uh, I mean, I appreciate all your emails. Um, this was, this is pretty nice. It's, it's some really good feedback and, you know, hey, it's, it's cool that we can be there for somebody, you know, right. Saturdays to, uh, to listen to our show. Um, much yeah, appreciated. Thank you. thank you for emailing us and, uh, letting us know how much, you know, you're digging us and, uh, we're digging you right back, I guess. Um, 
you didn't really, you know, you don't have to do that. That's a long email. Jeez. A lot to say. <laughs> right. But really nice stuff. Um, it's good stuff, man. Yeah, that's a good way to end it. Right on. Uh, so, that said, Quattros. Uh, yeah. We got a Christmas thing coming up, you know. I want to say anyone listening, if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. Uh, I hope that, I hope everybody finds some, some joy and happiness, you know, in this crazy world that we live in. And, and hopefully, you know, like, like myself and, and Quattro's, hopefully Star Wars is, is helping everyone through it. Like it's doing for us. Uh, it's nice to have that to, uh, get lost in. For those of you that are listening, we we check out the numbers here and there, and it's cool that you are out there listening to us, and we will try and do our best to keep you entertained. We love, obviously, we love talking about Star Wars, so we're gonna we're gonna try to bring it every week, except for this coming week. But you know what I mean. So thank you, thank all of you for listening. Uh, Jabba the butt. Maybe we'll have you on one day. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. And and Quattros, you know, I'm sure I'll be talking to you before Christmas, but Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. You know, take a break. You know, you've you've earned it. You know, done eight weeks in a row. Uh, You haven't missed a week, and uh, it's a lot of work and uh, much appreciated, like uh, like Jump the Butt. So keep it up, man. Right on. So, yeah, we're looking forward to your letter grade. Yeah, give me some time. All right, man. May the Schwartz be with you. And also with you for his life. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of Clone Army Radio. Email us with thoughts or questions at clonearmyradio at gmail.com. Please remember to click subscribe so you don't miss the newest episodes. Do it. Admiral Yet. The $2 Small Me Cafe is the answer to your day. The question is whether you go with a rich caramel frappe paired with a warm cinnamon roll, a sweet caramel macchiato paired with a blueberry muffin made with real blueberries, or a hot chocolate paired with a classic apple fritter. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Don't worry, there's never a wrong choice. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer.